Hello, and a very good day to you. My name is Jim Harris, and this is Heritage Bible Radio. Heritage Bible Radio is an extension of Heritage Bible Church in Boise, where it's my joy to serve as the teaching pastor. Every day, we devote our radio time to studying a portion of the Word of God so you can know Him better through Jesus Christ and serve Him better through your local church. This week on Heritage Bible Radio, we're beginning chapter 3 of the Gospel of Mark. We ended chapter 2 last week with the Pharisees challenging Jesus on the Sabbath. Well, chapter 3 opens still on the Sabbath and with more hard lessons for the Pharisees about trying to embarrass the Son of God and their utter misunderstanding about the important things in the Word of God. The obvious application for us today, don't be a Pharisee. And another one might be, don't misunderstand the Bible to be just a bunch of rules. Pastor Jim will have even more for us this week as you listen in on today's slice of the message entitled, Lawful Use of the Sabbath. And there's another interesting detail. Uh, Often when you deal with miracles, it's especially interesting to look at Luke because, you know, Luke was Paul's beloved physician. He was the doctor, so he likes to throw in details about the healings that aren't there. And Luke tells us that it was his right hand. Now, given the fact that 90% of you are right-handed and you're afflicted with that disability, uh, unlike the rest of us, um, this was a debilitating situation for this guy. Now, none of the three Gospels uh, that records this incident tells us how the man came to have a a withered hand, whether it was a a birth defect or an accident or a disease. There is actually an old tradition, and we don't know if it has any legitimacy to it or not, but the old tradition says that this man had been a stonemason, and whatever had happened to his hand had caused him to lose the ability to work, and so he'd lost his business, and he'd been reduced to begging doesn't matter if that's the case or not, but we know it was a very severe situation. The word translated withered is from a Greek word that describes medically atrophy. It was used for things that are dried up or wasted away. He had a totally useless hand. And you know, when a, when a hand hasn't been used, it shrivels and uh, the muscles atrophy and, and it, and it kind of um, uh, begins to look like a claw. So the setting then is this synagogue where Jesus is teaching somewhere in Galilee and the stage is set for another miracle and yet another confrontation. We all know what's coming, but we have the strange situation. Now let's look at the shameless spies. Verse 2, they were watching him to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. Now you got a flood of pronouns there. Um, they, he, him, and him. And uh, who's that? Well, they is the Pharisees. That's the antecedent in the context. Um, The Pharisees were the ones who came there specifically expecting that Jesus would probably heal on the Sabbath. Why? Because they knew he had done that, at least down in Jerusalem, if not in other places in, in Galilee. And their purpose was to accuse him. You have this totally polarized, mutually exclusive and contradictory pair of worldviews. You want to know the difference between the outwardly 
spit-shined religiosity of the Pharisees and true spiritual life of a person who's saved by God's grace? Nothing could be more polarized than those. Look at part of the Apostle Paul's testimony about his past. Remember, Paul grew up as a Pharisee. Paul became a leader among the Pharisees. And he says this amazing thing in part of what he wrote to the church at Philippi. Philippians chapter 3, verse 6. He's talking about himself and he says, As to righteousness, which is in the law, found blameless. His Pharisee friends considered Paul absolutely above blame. In other words, having what they called righteousness. There were at least three times in the book of Acts that the Apostle Paul gives his testimony that he excelled among the Pharisees. And his, his words here in Philippians 3.6 are revealing that they believed that according to their system, which Jesus said they were trusting in themselves that they were righteous. According to their system, they believed you could be absolutely blameless. And yet, Paul knew, as every religious hypocrite does, if only he would look in his own heart, internally he was full of covetousness and spiritual pride, misplaced anger. He thought he was serving God, going around getting Christians arrested and trying to get them killed. It was only after God transformed his heart that Paul came to realize that true righteousness comes not at all from your own religious achievements, but as a gift from God. Man can do good things. Man can do nice things. Man can build magnificent things. Man can put together hospitals. Man can, can study medicine and, and, and learn to, to be uh, compassionate and make people, help make people will, well, but none of that will gain you righteousness in the sight of God. So Paul went on to say this in Philippians chapter 3, just a couple of verses later. Starting at verse 8. He says, More than that, I count all things, all what things? All these things that I have achieved in the religious world. I count all things to be lost in view of the surpassing value of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and count them but rubbish, so that I may gain Christ and may be found in Him not having a righteousness of my own derived from the law, but that which is through faith in Christ, the righteousness which comes from God on the basis of faith, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being conformed to His death in order that I may attain to the resurrection from the dead. Paul eventually came to understand that, and he is a living illustration of the contrast between the very best that man can do, and he says, in the eyes of God, how much does it accomplish? As much as a pile of rubbish. And by the way, rubbish is a euphemistic translation for the word that he used. What you really need, you need righteousness from God. And so why were the Pharisees there that day? One reason, they came to spy. They watched to see if he would heal him on the Sabbath so that they might accuse him. 
I don't know, maybe the Pharisees suggested to the guy with the bad hand that he ought to come to the synagogue there that day. We don't know. But the Pharisees took this day that had been designed by God to be a gift to mankind, a day for rest and refreshment and worship, and they had turned it into a day of drudgery and oppression. Remember last week I gave you some samples of the absurdity of the Sabbath regulations that they had come up with? And since their distorted version of the Sabbath was the centerpiece of their system, that's why Jesus so publicly defied their version of the Sabbath. Um, Spiritual pride turns people into snobs, turns people into resenting others, causes them to judge others. When your religious system is all about spiritual pride and showing off, how brilliant of them to come up with the idea of let's do it on the Sabbath as the the weekly opportunity to show off the most of what we have and to intimidate the most people. Keep them under bondage. Well, if that's the way you think, you don't like it when somebody comes along and exposes that everything you believe is a fraud. Everything you believe contradicts the Word of God. They weren't very happy about that. So we have a strange situation. It's full of shameless spies. And now I want you to look at the surprised subject. Mark chapter 3, verse 3. He said to the man with the withered hand, Get up and come forward. Now I want to point out to you, this is the only time that I know of in the Bible that Jesus ever asked anyone to come forward during the service. Okay, just just saying. um, there's the precedent. And, and I say this man was the surprised subject because there's no indication that he had any idea that this was going to happen. In that culture, he probably kept his withered hand hidden. He probably wore a glove or kept it under a coat or, or whatever. He, he certainly didn't go around showing it off. And to be sure, I, he may have wondered if the hand could be healed. He, he may have wondered if Jesus knew about it. He may have been praying for the opportunity to get to Jesus to see about being healed because surely he would have known about him. Well, there's some interesting things. When you, again, when you harmonize Matthew and Mark and Luke, you get the sense that Jesus was in the middle of teaching when he suddenly called this guy to come up front in front of all the rest of the people there. Now, it's also interesting. Apparently, Jesus let the guy stand there, left him hanging for a while, while in front of everyone, he's not knowing what's going to happen. And this next little conversation takes place. It's the strained situation, strained because of the shameless pies. Now we have a surprise subject, not knowing what's going to happen, standing up in front of everybody. And that leads us to the shameful silence. Look at verse 4. And he said to them, Is it lawful to do good or to do harm on the Sabbath, to save a life or to kill? But they kept silent. Now there's some things here I want to flesh out for you. Again, we want the fullest picture, so we're going to harmonize Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Why am I omitting John? He didn't mention this, in, this incident. Okay, so we have three records of this, so we have to put together. Um, 
We don't know for sure what Jesus was teaching that morning in the synagogue. If you would like this message on Compact Disc, let me know and we'll send it to you. You'll receive the entire message, not just the portion on today's program. You can order by phone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704 or on the internet at hbc-boise.org. Heritage Bible Radio needs your prayers and your financial support. Once again, you can reach us online at hbc-boise.org or by telephone at 353-4036 or by writing to us at 7071 West Emerald, Boise, Idaho, 83704. And if you need a church home here in the Treasure Valley, I hope you'll visit us any Sunday at 7071 West Emerald. For Heritage Bible Radio, I'm Jim Harris. See you next time. Bye-bye.